Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Ominous Origins Podcast. Of course, this episode is brought to you by MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Of course, Morbidly Beautiful is our sponsor as always. Go check out MorbidlyBeautiful.com right now for all your horror pop culture needs from interviews, reviews, top 10 lists, and of course, everything in between. I want to start this episode off by giving you a little bit of a life update. I know, I know, I do it all the time, but this may sound a little different because there was a fire in my apartment complex last week. Yeah, it kind of sucked, like a lot. Thankfully, nothing was seriously damaged in my unit. However, there was a lot of smoke damage, and the unit that was on fire was basically directly below me, and I had my window open to the studio, so a lot of smoke did get into my apartment. Thankfully, my animals, my pets were all okay. However, my usual microphone did not quite survive. It's still functional, but it just doesn't sound right. It sounds gross, to put it lightly. I'm pretty sure a circuit or the coils or whatever, however microphones work, got damaged with the smoke, which was basically right beside the window. So, I hate to ask this, but in the description there will be a link to donations. So if you do want to help out so I can get a new microphone, that sounds a little bit more up to snuff than maybe what I'm using now. Thankfully, this one was locked away in a closet, in a box, in a case, so it did survive, but it just doesn't have the same quality that I like in my sound. It's absolutely not necessary to do so, but if you are feeling generous and you would like to help out, absolutely feel free. I will thank you forever, and I will give you all the shout-outs in the world on the podcast for as long as I think it's necessary, which could be a very long time. But I digress. So this week's episode is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but we're going to talk about a fire because I figure, why not? We're going to talk about a fire that happened in 1973 in New Orleans. It started in the French Quarter, and it came to be known as the Upstairs Lounge Fire. So that's what we're talking about this week, so buckle up. Ominous. Ominous. It is an adjective. Sounds like someone breathing. Ominous. So as mentioned, we're going to talk about that infamous fire in New Orleans in 1973, and it was a tragic event that will forever be etched in the memories of those who witnessed it. So join us as we explore the French Quarter Fire of June 24th, 1973, and we'll try to shed some light on some stories that may have remained untold through the decades. Now, on that faithful day in 1973, the historic French Quarter was bustling with life. It was a vibrant neighborhood filled with architectural marvels, jazz music echoing through the streets, and rich cultural heritage. It was a cherished gem of New Orleans. But everything changed when a devastating fire broke out, leaving a mark on the city's history that would never fade away. The French Quarter Fire started in the early hours of June 24th, 1973. Its origin was traced back to a popular gay bar, the Upstairs Lounge, located on the second floor building at 141 Chartres Street. The fire spread rapidly, fueled by flammable materials within the bar and exasperated by poor safety standards in the establishment. As the flames consumed the building, chaos naturally ensued. Panic-stricken patrons tried to escape through narrow stairways, but many were just trapped. With few exits and blocked windows, the situation turned into a nightmare very quickly. Firefighters arrived on the scene, battling the intense blaze, and attempted to rescue those still trapped inside. 
The French Quarter Fire not only tested the courage and resilience of the New Orleans Fire Department, but also the compassion of the community. As news of the tragedy spread, locals rushed to lend a helping hand. People from different walks of life united to provide support, aid, and comfort to the survivors and the families who had lost the loved ones. Now I can relate to this as my fire recently really brought people together. It's very weird to say, but it's true. Now my apartment isn't really a community per se. I don't know many of my neighbors, but I got to know them that day and everybody was super friendly and helpful and they didn't really panic, which is a big, big thing. The fire department and police and emergency services in general did a wonderful job showing up and making sure everything was taken care of as quickly as possible. From the Red Cross to volunteer victim services and even the Humane Society, which showed up almost immediately, were a huge help and great support for my time and everybody's time in need in this complex. Now, it's not a very big complex, but there's about 60 odd people who live here and we were all very well taken care of and the support was phenomenal. I can never thank the services enough for what they did. So it's true, sometimes tragedy does bring people together despite their differences. Now the upstairs lounge fire, as it came to be known, claimed the lives of 32 individuals on that fateful day. The victims included patrons of the bar, employees, and a local minister who had been attending a meeting. The devastating loss of life was compounded by the fact that the bar was targeted because it was catering to the LGBTQ community which was a marginalized group at the time and they faced a lot of discrimination. Unfortunately, the response from the media and authorities reflected the prejudices of the era. The tragedy received minimal coverage and the investigation into the fire's cause faltered, leaving many questions unanswered. The lack of accountability and justice further deepened the wounds inflicted on the survivors and the LGBTQ community as a whole. However, the French Quarter Fire of 1973 served as a catalyst for change. It ignited a flame, no pun intended, of resilience within the LGBTQ community, pushing them to stand up against discrimination and fight for their rights. This tragedy became a rallying cry for justice, inspiring activism and raising awareness about the issues faced in the community. Today, the upstairs lounge fire remains a somber reminder of the struggles and sacrifices endured by the LGBTQ community throughout history. Memorials and commemorations in the French Quarter ensure that the memory of the victims live on, and the lessons learned from that dark day continue to shape New Orleans and the fight for equality. Now, there are a few more details I want to get into, and I'm just going to kind of list them off rapid fire. As I said, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. It's very hot. We have to keep the electricity used to a minimum, at least I'm assuming so, uh, since it was an electrical fire in the building. Everyone says that everything's okay, but I'm just being extra cautious with use of an air conditioner, for example, because that was one of the things that caught fire and that was one of the causes of the fire. So yeah, it's hot and I'm just going to kind of finish this episode off with a few bullet points as to what occurred, what changes have been made, and the awareness raised through this fire. Now the upstairs lounge where the fire originated was a popular gay bar located on the second floor of a building at 141 Chartres Street in the French Quarter as we went over. The bar was known for its welcoming atmosphere and served as a gathering place for the LGBTQ community. One thing that came to light was the poor safety standards of the building. The fire spread rapidly due to the presence of flammable materials within the bar, including fabric decorations and drapes. Additionally, the bar only had one narrow stairway as the main exit, which quickly became overwhelmed with panicked patrons trying to escape. Of course, we have to talk a little bit more about the victims and survivors because they're the true 
characters of this story. Without them, this is just a fire. This has to be about the people involved. Sadly, the fire did claim 32 lives, including patrons, employees, and a minister. Many others were injured and suffering from severe burns and smoke inhalation, not to mention the families who lost beloved family members within the flames and the smoke itself. One thing that really shone throughout this was the lack of media attention. Now, the response to the fire from the authorities and media was notably absent. The investigation to the cause of the fire faltered and few resources were dedicated to actually finding any answers. Media coverage on the tragedy was also minimal, reflecting the prevailing biases and discrimination against the LGBTQ community at the time. The upstairs lounge fire became a pivotal moment in the LGBTQ community in New Orleans and throughout North America. It galvanized activists and sparked a renewed push for LGBTQ rights and visibility. The tragedy, as mentioned, served as a rallying cry, and it seemed to have worked for a little bit. Fast forward to 2023, and now it's almost illegal in the United States to be gay or trans or anything like that, which is so stupid, but there's nothing I can do about it. Just fight for your rights and continue to fight. Never stop. Lastly, at some point, it did spark a renewed interest in safety and legal reforms in the wake of the fire. Now, because a building did burn down and people died, even people who were like, hey, they were just gay people, we don't care, those bigots, they were like, hey, you know, what if that happened to us? So now safety regulations for buildings in the area were updated, and investigations and inspections were made in nearby complexes. So that was a wake-up call for a lot of the community to check their fire safety. Now I told you that this would be a short one, and I'm sorry, it's only about 10 minutes long, but... As I said, I got a lot of stuff to do. It's very hot. I'm sweating. I'm sitting here ass naked and it is a thousand degrees and I'm sweating. So with that said, my name is Casey and this has been the Ominous Origins Podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to leave a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple iTunes slash podcasts. If you do leave that five-star review, it will be read out on the show. So you get a shout out. And of course, I don't want to plug this too much, but the donation link will be in the the description in case you feel like helping out at all again totally not necessary but greatly appreciated so until next time